0: Right, we got Hank ready. Uh, Jake, we're going to keep it here. I don't want to go to break. I want to get Hank going. Uh, it's 25 degrees, folks. We'll go to 38. Plenty of sunshine. Let's bring in Henry Shaikov the guru himself, political consultant extraordinaire for the great campaigns back in yes year, the Clintons, the Bloomberg. Uh, Henry, it's so great having you today. Um, special election day. We had both Tom and Messi, and, uh, Messi on. A very confident Tom Swazi. Um I felt the campaign for Mazie was flawed. I don't think they did a good job with her. I don't think they gave her a good game plan. Uh, it doesn't take anything away from uh, the incredible resume she has uh, and leading her up to be the, the legislator of the tenth di- district in Nassau County. But I, I felt it was a flawed campaign. I don't. I I didn't think there were enough ingredients in there for her to tackle. What was your assessment after all said and done? And welcome, my friend.
1: Oh, well, thank you. First of all, let's be sure, let's be clear. I'm still working every day in the fall. It doesn't stop ringing, so I'm really fortunate. But um, to the point of the moment, I think she was a flawed candidate. So when you have a flawed candidate, you're going to have a flawed campaign. And the the way that this came down, I mean, you know, it has a lot to do, it has more to do with Tom Swasey than it has to do with Matthew Phillips. Um, why, Phillips? Because congressmen tend to have personal relationships with their he represented that district they know him um, he was the county executive uh, with, with some problems with the police at the time but people don't remember that um, reason you know fellow who's well liked and, and so you make the argument that he's, he's Biden's guy was not sufficient and tag him with the immigrant thing wasn't the way to do it either necessarily although that was the issue that popped it just wasn't there for her and I, I think if you look at that number it, it opened up in the last couple of weeks. I mean, I said on Twitter that Swazi would win, um, regardless of what people thought, for a host of reasons. He was, not, he, was, he was not the best victim that the Republican organization, which is very, very effective in Nassau County, under Joe Cairo, could have had. He just wasn't. He was a well-known quantity. It's hard to t- turn him into, you know, the criminal of the year. just didn't work. And she was a flawed candidate. If you look at the last spots, talking about her financial issues. It made her into George Santos, who was always in the back but never in the front of the of the, uh, of the orchestra here. So, Swazi should have won. He did win. Um, the problem here is that the Democrats will see this as a bellwether for Nassau County elections. They will dump a lot of money in, and Joe Cairo will beat them to death is what I
0: think will happen over time. You know, I, people have short memories because, you know, you bring up the fact that Swazi was a county executive, and listen— I get it. Problems with police and everything else, but certainly taxes, which still looms yep. large in the county. I mean he was ousted based on that, Hank. <laughs> not only no that about it. not only that, he abandoned his congressional seat for a fraud. He let George Santos come in and look what happened after eleven months. Not only that he, yeah. Not only that, he ran for governor, and only got twelve percent of the vote. So I guess people just have short memories here. People
1: have very short memories. Um, and she would have been a perfect candidate, but not this time. And um, it was too much. I mean, I, I think the abortion thing was hurtful in some portions of the district. Um, I think that she, uh, the, the profile was right for, the, uh, for that, in some ways, for the district. And that's why she did as well as she did, first time out. And then there's the money. And my bet is that when it's all said and done, between what he raised and spent and what was spent on his behalf, that's why she topped $15 million. 15 million dollars mm. a lot of money i've been way back in the day this was a while ago i worked on what was then the most expensive congressional race in the country we spent two million dollars 15 million dollars plus plus the other question here is that this was do or die for the statewide democrats and particularly the county chairman jay jacobs who's had a lousy run that probably should have been replaced a long time ago by democrats he can't win a local election but this is a race that he has, you know, and he and Swazi are business partners. It should be noted it has been reported in the New York Times and other papers. Um, but he, he finally gets credit for one. The governor chimed in the abortion argument and suddenly came up. She raised it, right, early on this campaign. Then the attorney general echoed it. So the Democratic establishment was well into winning this thing or dying one way or the other. They couldn't afford to lose it. Why? Because Hakeem Jeffries would have less of an opportunity to become speaker. Simply put, it is always interest like that that determine these kinds of races where people believe the entire world is on fire, but it really is about one portion of, of the of the world that's on fire, not the entire world.
0: You know, I'm talking with Hank Shankov. You know, I thought Swazi actually did a really good thing, a smart thing, is he aligned himself with Grace May? You know, the first... Very smart. Yeah, uh, very smart first American-Asian elected to Congress, like the, the Congress. Uh, Hank, that was very smart. You know, I, I kind of correlated what Lee Zeldin. Lee Zeldin hung out in the Asian communities, Jewish communities, and he got a lot of votes. So, he, listen, he only lost by 300,000 to Hoko. But I thought Swazi it did an incredibly smart thing. If you're aligning yourself in the, in that situation, guess you're going to have a lot of votes. And Meng is well, as look. respected as anyone.
1: Look, Eastern Queens and Western Nassau County, together they kind of fit together. Why? Because they both don't want what is the city, which they look and they say, oh, that's the Bronx and that's the Brooklyn and that's the Manhattan, seeping into their district, into their homes. That's why a lot of people move there. So if you want to get, you know, there's a lot of Asians, particularly in Western Queens. Yeah. If you think about this for a moment, the main thing was very important. And Swazi, it's hard to paint him the way they tried to, because Swazi is well liked, despite the stuff that went on when he was county executive. You know, they just don't know despite the fact that they gave that his abandoning the district gave everybody George Santos. Santos was back in the wings. He wasn't the real issue here. The real issue here was, was Massey who <clears throat> Was she where'd she come from? And suddenly, you know, who is this person that we never met? Keeping her away from the from the voters um, was pretty dumb, I thought. Why? Because voters in congressional it's races. have a
0: terrible job to
1: be yeah. Yeah, they, they tend to be much more personally engaged. Why? If, Hank, uh, there are three elements.
0: Yeah. Now, I said that all along. And again, they marketed her terribly, really. I mean, uh, you can't put her on. What do you put? Fox and Friends are going to talk to Steve Doocy? That, is that the overall game plan? I mean, come on. Get her into the good.
1: crux of the area, please. Well, it wasn't that. It wasn't I, I think you're right about that. They didn't market her in a way that made her personal. Well, this is one of the most Jewish districts in the United States. She was the right candidate in Israel. But, again, if that's your argument, you don't win. Why? Because Swazi's record on Israel is pretty good, too. And I think people in this district understand what's at stake in the Middle East. If uh, the Israelis lose that war, we're next here in the United States. Very simple. Um, and they know it. And they wanted someone who, who fit that profile. They understand better than we think that we're, closest to, uh, we're, close to, we're, we're more close to World War III than we've probably been since the Cuban Missile Crisis. And they knew Swazi, but they didn't know Massey Philip. Philip, so therefore they made a decision based upon that. Um,
0: I think it's more. I think it's a wait. We're doing Hank Shandcock. I think it's a wake-up call, Hank, for Republicans. You can never just assume. You know, you got a border crisis beyond belief. You have a president who's done nothing about it. They, were, they, were, they want to impeach the homeland secretary. Uh, you know, I mean, it just goes on and on and on. But you know, the problem is. That Republicans need to wake up here Registration, what? absentees, and everything else You know, you got to cover your bases here And it seemed like Joe Cairo was caught with his pants down You know, well, I I, and that's I that's get that's it, plan. Long Island has done well With the elections, Republican, everything else But you know what? They dropped the ball here in a big way
1: They keep winning local elections, and they're really good at it They run good field organizations I think the issue here, too, is that a lot of the money and a lot of the decisions were made by the National Republican Congressional Committee or others related to them. And, and, and it didn't work out because they really didn't understand Long Island. If this is a it, And by the way, I think you're correct. If this is a, uh, a template for what they're going to do, they're going to get their really beaten up all over the country. Um, Swazi was an incumbent, and uh, there are three elements that really make congressional incumbents work. Even though he was an incumbent, they knew him. One, um, credit claiming. Which uh, which they tried to do, they tried to take away from him, but he was able to take credit back for at least doing something about the uh, the emigrant um, crisis, the migrant crisis. One, two. Um, what else do they do? They raise money, which he does very well, and then they do homestyle, which is uh, a great book written years ago by, by the late political scientist Richard Fennell. But they, you know, Fennell pointed out in his book that you know do what they do at home, how they relate to their own that their own constituencies. Pretty significant. swazi's charm was also part of this. He knows how to do this. This is his job. His job is to be a candidate, to smile, to engage with voters, whether you like him or not. He's really good at it. So therefore, his best strength was was what got him across the line, I think.
0: Well, his his best strength also was appearing to be right in the middle, you know, and to stop the bickering, as he says, and. You know, we we got to do a better job. we all got to come together. You know, he gave you the rah-rah speech here. Action speak louder than words, Hank. And I'll tell you this. I, w- I want to see him in action in eight, for eight months. I mean, the spotlight is on Tom Sw- Swaz regardless. I want to see how he intertwines with the Long Island colleagues, the big three, Garberino, right. Desposito, and Lelotta. Uh I want to see him get something done because come November the 5th, you see, that could be a breaking point, and we'll see what happens here.
1: I think that's 100% correct. You know, we, we have a... we have a. <laughs> it's interesting. We have a world of people in public life, I call them the political-industrial complex. The purpose is not to get anything done. And I'll, it's kind of what I used to say about governors around the country. The governors who are most electable were those who did nothing. Because if you do something, then you're subject to criticism for having done that thing, because not everybody will agree. But talking about getting something done it's a much more powerful means of getting reelected because then you can't be blamed, and you can tell people you're on the right side of the issue without getting th- anything accomplished. so that seems to be more the style of our political people, and we whole have a whole industry of people you know like we are pretty pretty young when I started this, so uh, a bad news for me, but good news for them, I guess, that the amount of money being expended and the amount of money available is about maintaining power, not about not about larger issues, you see. So if you mm-hmm. want to know why nothing's getting done, you have to point to the political-industrial complex and say, here are people who have no other job and no other desire to do anything. Therefore, they will do the best thing they can, which is to keep themselves in power, whether through those they help elect or the people themselves who are getting elected really don't get much done generally.
0: Talking so with Hank Scheinke. I'll tell you one who didn't help the cause was the former president, one endorser, uh, and then makes crazy comments. Yeah, he, he had a bad, I said this yesterday, he had a bad, Trump's had a bad week. The NATO talk, which was absolutely lunacy, lunacy of what he said. Uh, complete lunacy. And the comment regarding uh, Mazzy, you know, you don't, you don't want to endorse her. She's not well known and everything else. Okay, great. Keep your mouth shut, please. You know what? If you're for the betterment of the party, Mister for, Mr. Former President, well, you know what? Talk it up a little bit. Embrace it a little bit. You didn't get that from him. So I guess the question is now Cairo is going to have to kind of go into the bullpen here and figure out something quick. Fast forward, name recognized and all because you're going to go up against a brand name in Swazi. Uh, Are there any early takers as far as who could be his opponent?
1: Not so simple. I I agree with you. I, I hear the tone in your voice. It's not so simple. It is going to be hard to find somebody that can beat him. And there's a companion. There's kind of a if you think back in time, right? Dean Skelos, a very fine fellow, who unfortunately was indicted. Um, the Republicans tried to hold on to the seat. Um, they came up with a candidate who was kind of flawed, but not a bad fellow. And the end result was they lost the seat. That may be happening here. And the other variable that we really haven't touched on is that we're going to have new lines. Yeah. Have a new way. We're going to have whole new lines. Why? Good the point. Democrats have won those those legal cases. And who knows what that will do to the, the makeup of that district. And they're going to likely try to make it more Democrat if they can, which makes it pretty clear that Swazi should make, to, Should likely win an election once those lines are in place.
0: That's an excellent point. Hank Shackhoff, one more thing, Hank. The um, salt bill. You know, <laughs> and I kind of correlated, you know, like I crazily do all the time with sports sometimes. Um my original background and whatnot, but you know, it's like Michigan, Ohio State. If you can't beat the other. Guess what? You're useless. Uh, to me, if you can't figure out how to push salt through and everything else, you know, 20, ten thousand to twenty thousand uh, on the cap, uh, then you're useless. I mean, I I can't figure this out. It's so frustrating all of the time. Dead on the vine is this salt bill. I mean, it is unbelievable. What is the nemesis? Who is behind it? What is the roadblock in all for Salt never to go through?
1: Why? Because the, tax, the, the Trump tax bill really jammed the middle class and strivers. And well, the other thing it did was it made sure that states that were not with Trump, i.e., not with Republicans, because Trump is the Republican Party. Make no mistake about that. That um, states that were not with Trump were punished. New York is way on that list. So, and, and there's always been an anti New York bias in the Congress um, and among the rest of the country. I mean, now is no different. The kind of our 9 uh, 11 protection from that, unfortunately, is worn off. So they're not going to help us if they don't have to. And that's the way it is. Now, what would make that different if there were a coalition of suburban legislators from congressmen from states uh, that are impacted? But uh, how many are there?
0: Yeah.
1: There are states, again, that Republicans have no use for, so why help them?
0: simple yeah uh you're you're right you're absolutely right and of course if there's any uh attachment uh, to the former president uh, guess what uh, I guess it's uh it's not even worth discussing but you know we go through this all the time and uh, even before uh, Nick LaLota, you know I mean it was it was vehemently pushed uh, by the likes of Lee Zederman I mean it's just it's just so frustrating With so many folks here. Um, Very frustrating. Yeah, it's extremely frustrating. Uh, Always great having you, my friend. Uh, We will chat soon, and I appreciate a couple of minutes, a busy one for you.
1: Take care of yourself. All the best to you and your listeners. Have a great day.